Welcome to episode seven of the Vital Doc Talk podcast. And today we have Andre with me. And uh, Andre, welcome to the show. Why don't you give the audience a background of yourself? Hey, Vlad, thank you so much. I'm uh, happy to be here. A uh, little bit about myself is uh, I run medrocket.co. Uh, Medrocket mm-hmm. is our digital agency, and we focus on uh, the healthcare industry um, in terms of our digital marketing. And a little bit about myself is um, I actually started in uh, the, uh, I, I wanted to become an attorney. I was going to, I went to law school. I was, I was, uh, my goal was eventually to, be, to become a tax attorney. Um, and then I actually uh, started a business after I found out that um, my mom had gotten sick and uh, I, it made me basically kind of rethink my life because I was working at a nine to five job um, in tax resolution and uh, after I found out that she got sick, I, I got that phone call um, that she was in the emergency room. Uh, I wow. spent like 30 days uh, in the ICU uh, next to her every single day. Um, wow. And just kind of thinking about my life a little bit, uh, thinking about what I was doing, thinking about my, my journey and my path. Um, and that led me eventually to, well, not eventually, but at the time that led me to just suddenly quit my job and start my, my business because that's, that was mm-hmm. always kind of on the back of my mind. And and I wanted to um, claim my time freedom back and not have a boss and all that. Um, and it was obviously a risky thing at the time. And I had started my first business in tax resolution because it was kind of the only thing I knew. Nice. And um, and uh, I, I what I quickly realized was that I, after like a year of doing it, um, going through that grind and that hustle of you know your first business, I realized that I didn't really have a passion anymore for the tax stuff, and I started. Re- really, really falling in love with the marketing stuff, just like being obsessed um, with the marketing stuff and, and uh, really um, just finding a new calling in that area. And at the time, it was, it was really, really uh, difficult because I, I had gone to law school, I had graduated, I was going down this path. Mm-hmm. But then my calling and my passion and my drive was pulling me in the marketing direction. So like, I, I actually made the very, very difficult decision at the time to completely change the direction of where I was going. And just do something that I was more passionate about, which was pursuing the marketing side of, of, of things. So I started a new business um, doing marketing and um, I haven't looked back since. So uh, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about my backstory. That's awesome. And you know, that's, yeah. that's funny. You know, you talk about how, and you have to pivot in, you know, in during the past and obviously that's going to be applicable to today and you can give people tips there. And um, that's, and you run MedRocket, so it's another marketing agency, guys. Yeah. Um, and you guys might be wondering, why is Vlad, you know, he runs a marketing agency interviewing another marketing agency. It's, it's really because we over here, our number one value is care, and we believe in the win-win abundance mentality. There's just, healthcare is so huge, guys. So, um, you know, I, just like me, I, I encourage you guys to, I don't even look at anybody as a competitor. I encourage you guys to look at um, industry, other industry leaders that are in the same space. And it's always actually worked well talking to them for me personally. But um, so why don't we go into a little bit about, um, you know, your clients, Andre, because you, you mainly just like us, right, you're focused on doctors. um, And obviously, everybody just even if two doctors are in the exact same practice and service, they'll differ. So why don't you go into your services and where you've seen success? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, So first of all, I want to definitely um, echo that point that you made about collaboration and and looking at your competitors as 
people that you can learn from, that you can grow with, that you can support, that you can piggyback off of, right? Because the pie definitely is big enough, like you said, mm-hmm. right? The, there's plenty. There's no way that one agency can service like the entire market by themselves, right? There's more to Never. be gained from that collaborative mindset than from that aggressive dog eat dog kind of super competitive mindset. So that's really cool. Um, that's why uh, I'm, I'm super honored to be here with you today because we share that mindset, which is really cool. 100%. Um, and yeah, just a little bit about um, kind of where we kind of seen success and, and our clients. Um, a lot, most of, of what we've traditionally done is, is, is very closely related to paid advertising and, and lead gen and lead management. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just to give you a quick story about one of our clients, um, last, uh, last, last year we had a quarter with one of our clients where we ran a, a Facebook advertising campaign to the local market. Mm-hmm. Um, and we generated a million dollars in new patient sales within a wow. quarter. Um, wow. And and the way we did that was we just we set up a a, a local uh, lead generation campaign where we came up with a really solid hook for a way to basically get people to stop scrolling, get them to stop, um, get them to start kind of reading uh, our advertising. And the way you do that is basically you give them a, a very um, compelling statistic, you ask them uh, a very interesting question, um, you basically have to get their attention first before you deliver your, your marketing message, right? So we did that, we created that ad. Um, and then we created an automated system where uh, we had uh, immediate follow-up from all our marketing automation. So as soon as the, the, the potential patient submitted their information to that ad, uh, we had voicemail drops, we had text messaging, we had email marketing going out. Um, so we had an entire system to automate basically the immediate follow-up because a lot of these leads, they get they're very fickle and you really need mm-hmm. to follow up quickly. So you have to set up the proper automation in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a compelling offer for, for, for the hospital. And what this hospital does is they offer preventative care kind of um, screens and, and, and uh, diagnostics. Um, so we had a free offer that basically got them in the door. And then once they came in the door, um, we had a, a, an upsell offer, which was basically a more comprehensive screening and, and, and uh, blood work and, and scan. Um, and that was 99% of the time covered by insurance, like, uh, which mm-hmm. a lot of people had. Um, so it was almost like a no brainer for them to say yes to it. And that was like a thousand dollar charge per patient. And we had a thousand uh, new patients of those for our client in one mm-hmm. quarter, which is really awesome. So, that's, um, that's so that's kind of the stuff yeah, that we've set up. And now because of like the COVID-19 kind of pandemic stuff, um, we've also pivoted a little bit in what your expertise is, which is SEO. And obviously, mm-hmm. if anybody is listening and you haven't talked to Vlad about SEO, I mean, I don't know what you're waiting for because SEO is is an incredible opportunity because um, people are looking for you online. And if you can't be found, then you're you're losing a lot of real estate to your competition because that's that's something that um, is a long term investment that pays off huge if you really do it correctly. So. That's I really appreciate that. Is. Yeah, and, and definitely, right? Google is, is huge online. Obviously, everybody uses it. So, and, but let's, you know, turn the tables back for you since you're the guest for this episode. <laughs> yeah. um, so why don't you tell us a little a bit more? Is there a certain type of doctor you like to take on? Um, or what would you say makes a great doctor client, right? Because we both service yeah. doctors, right? Who's ready and who's not ready? Um, I'm sure we both turn people away, right? So yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts there. So. 
Yeah, for sure. So, um, I mean, the best, the best clients are, are those that have um, a growth mindset, right? That, uh, that they're, they really kind of see online marketing as a really big opportunity and, um, and they're, they're willing to partner with an agency that, that can kind of lead them and guide them through that, through that um, new kind of landscape. Um, because I, I notice sometimes that some doctors are very close-minded and they think that they already know things that they've never really done because maybe they heard about it before or like they read something online or something. So generally the best clients are the ones that kind of see this opportunity and, and just are coachable and want to learn and, and, and want to grow right with, with the Love right that. partner, partner um, agency. And, um, and, and the ones that also have like a backend system where they can follow up that they can, um, you know, either like a, 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 a call center team or like uh, several maybe um, front desk people that can follow up with these leads or depending what their needs are, but usually they have a strong back end. Um, it's not just like, you know, one doctor in like one office, like it's, it's, they have a more of sophisticated kind of back end structure there. That's a great point, you know, because I just interviewed April Rhodes. I uh, uh, just posted that, and she specializes in back-end office processes and, um, you know, oh, helping cool. them get in that position, right? Yeah. And that's 100%. What, doctors that you've turned away, right? Like, I've turned them away. What are those, right? Because what I like to recommend personally, this is just me, right? You're obviously yeah. an expert as well in the field. Um, I like to say, hey, this is your first year. You can't afford marketing, like real marketing dollars. It's not going to move the budget, at least for what we specialize in is search engine optimization, Google. I say, look, focus on your referral network. Go join the local you know, groups, the local chamber of commerce, whatever. Get your name out there, especially complimentary doctors. What's your tips for the doctors that just start that are maybe below 500K a year? What, what budget do you think they need to be able to willing to spend to actually make a difference? especially in, you know, online marketing and, and maybe Facebook since you specialize in that? Yeah, um, that's, that's actually a, a good question because I'm sure that, that, that there are people that could be listening who, who um, maybe don't fit a certain criteria of certain kind of marketing budgets, right? So I, the, the nice thing about advertising is that um, if you do it right, if it's local, if there's a well-targeted message, uh, you can definitely get an ROI a lot faster, right? Than something like more long-term like SEO. Um, like SEO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you don't necessarily need a ton of money, right? So um, for example, it really depends on, on um, how much you have to calculate your, your lifetime value for each new patient, right? Like you have to kind of understand like, okay, the average patient that comes into the door, you know, we get like, whether it's a thousand dollars for like some type of comprehensive scan or like, you know, $5,000, $10,000 for surgery, right? Obviously, the higher uh, amount that each patient is worth to your practice, the more you can spend on advertising, which is nice, right? So mm -hmm. if, if someone is, if, so I would, first of all, like have that understanding, like how much can I spend to acquire a new patient? You know, so like in marketing, you know, we call that cost per acquisition. Mm -hmm. um, CPA. You know, so CPA, exactly, right? So um that, so if you're if you're a doctor who charges a lot of money for like a, a surgery or something, you're in a better position than somebody who charges a little bit of money, right? So assuming that the average doctor out there, maybe it's a chiropractor, maybe it's a dentist, um, you know, make, makes like, let's say $2,000 per new patient at a, at a minimum, um, then it, it might make sense to hire an agency, you know, for like 2000 a month or something to, 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 and, and uh, allocate a budget for them for like, maybe like $1,000, like, let's say. Um, mm -hmm. 
because if you just get new two new patients with that money, you've already you're already in the in in the positive, like you made an mm-hmm. ROI, um, and that's not a ridiculous ridiculous ridiculously unheard of metric, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I hired an agency, they brought me two new clients in the first month or two, right? Like that's um, that that's pretty pretty common, right? So it really it marketing is a numbers driven game, um, mm-hmm. so. And, and if, and if you're kind of scared to hire an agency, then maybe start running an ad yourself, right? Like start testing the waters, you know, go to YouTube and, and type in how to run a local Facebook ad and, and dip your feet in because you have a lot of doctors. The, the, the nice thing that the, the thing that I like about this niche is that is those high lifetime value clients um, or patients, right? So, so there is a lot of leeway for doctors to, to dip their feet um, into the, the water and, uh, and try new things on their own. Great. I mean, those are all great pieces of advice, right? Because for me, for SEO, I tell them you know, around nine months to see the results they want. And I tell them they at least better be willing to spend about 2,500 plus a month, right? We've done campaigns for as large as 11.2 thousand. And I understand that's not, um, you know, normal 11.2 K, I should say 11,200. But for, for you, what's the minimum, right? Like if you're just, if a doctor's out there, maybe their practice is three months old, do you think they should still spend, I don't know, $200 a month and try a Facebook campaign? Do you think that's still worth it? And, and where would they go to do that if that's true? Yeah, um, 100% because, so if you're, I mean, just from a generic kind of um, fundamentals of marketing kind of approach, right? Like when, when you get started, personally, the way I approach marketing is is I, I'm thinking about like a like an investment portfolio, right? I want to diversify my approaches. I want to see what works and what doesn't, especially early on, because once I identify what's working really, really well, then I can double down on it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, you might, um, you're, you're not getting the data if you're not running any ads and that mm-hmm. data can be very valuable data for you to be, be, be able to understand your market, be able to help you pivot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe for example, like a, uh, like a, a, a cha- joining your local chamber of commerce and sending like a sponsored email to that to the database of the chamber of commerce members, maybe you, you find out that if you spend a hundred dollars on that email, you get three new patients that make you six thousand dollars. That's mm-hmm. a massive ROI, right? And if you never spent that money, you would never have that data, because now you could do that email once a month, right? Um, same thing for like Facebook advertising or any other type of of you know advertising. Um, the faster you can get that data and and test the waters, the more the the faster you're in a position to double down and to grow fast. You know, so you can either learn it yourself. You can, like I said, go to YouTube and um, type you know how to run a Facebook ad, or you can partner with an agency and and have them kind of guide you. and And I recommend the agency if again you have a kind of like a higher lifetime value for each client. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, th- I think that would be the wise way to go, you know, just like, mm-hmm. I don't change my own oil because I don't know how to, um, how to do that necessarily, even though I can probably YouTube it, but no, I'd rather sure. hire a professional for the peace of mind and, and for the, and just for like the, you don't uh, do your own result. heart surgery, right? Like there's, it, it, uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually a better and more applicable yeah. Uh, analogy. Yeah, for sure. No, that makes a lot of sense, right? Just like you don't do your own doctor services, but, but there is levels, right? And that's why, yeah. that's why I want to cover exactly. both spectrums. What's yep. your minimum price? So for us, I like $3,000 plus for the clients I work with. What about you? Do you have a minimum price for clients? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's customized per, per, um, per hospital because obviously there's different kind of levels of service, different customiz- customizable options that are specific to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd say, yeah, minimum probably 2000, 2000, anything less than 2000 
as it's a management tough. fee, yeah, would be, it just it wouldn't be justified. Um, it wouldn't allow yeah. us to allow us to give us the level of service that 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 would benefit the the clients the most. You know, but but there are other agencies that I've seen them charge maybe like a thousand, um, yeah, like seven fifty. Um, and I'm not gonna you know knock on them. I mean, if they have the case studies, if they have the experience, if if they have the customer service, um, then by all means, you know, if you have a very very low budget, you may want to try that out. Um, I, I do caution against. Um, against certain agencies. Fiber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, stay away from like the, you know, um, like maybe like overseas people who who may not, not, it's not because they're overseas, but just because the communication barriers are very different. Communication, like, so, and I know you probably understand this, Lad, but like when it when anyone that hires an agency, it's like, it's almost like a business partnership, you know, like you 100%. want them to take ownership of of your business. You want to, you want to be able to ask them questions. You want to be able to understand what they're doing and why they're doing it, um, you know, just just because it's your it's your business, it's your advertising money, it's it's your uh, marketing dollars, and you need to be able to make informed decisions about that that marketing money, right? So, like, if you can't communicate extremely well with 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 that agency, then you're not in a position to make really good decisions, and then you're gonna feel awkward and bad, and like, it's just not gonna be a good relationship. So, um, you you're probably better off like hi- hiring like your your nephew or your niece to like you know, to, to go and experiment with their ad money. Yeah. Um, so that's something to be cautious of. And also, and, and yeah, and just, um, yeah. And data, data is important, right? Like case studies, like, Hey, tell me a story about what you did for a client and how you did it. Um, and, and why you think that my situation is similar to that client where you can replicate the result. Right. Because although, although, um, results are never guaranteed, the agency should be reasonably confident that like, okay, look, we did some research. We saw that there's this many people in your local market that fit your criteria. Um, you have the back end to, to manage those leads that we can potentially send you, you know, we're averaging like $8 per lead and this, you know, so they, sh- they should have a roadmap for you, a blueprint. Um, if they're yeah. just completely saying like, Oh no, there, there's zero guarantees. It's just, I mean, who knows? We'll try our best. Right. If, if you, if you don't sense that they're reasonably confident, um, then, then they're probably going to treat your marketing dollars like that. Like, okay. hundred percent. And I agree with that. You know, in fact, I had a, so initially we had 20 different clients. One of my non, um, there's, they're still in the healthcare niche clients. They charge $200 a month purposefully because they know that such a low price point, the person's not going to do as much research. Um, and I would say that's where it can get very dangerous. I know a guy who spent 12 months with an SEO campaign, cause that's my world, right? He spent uh, like $1,500 a month for a full year, one year of SEO, 15, right? Basically threw away about 20K with them, you know, and then uh, that really dampened his campaign. And luckily now we close him as a client, but that's, that's the danger. So make sure you, there's referrals, testimonials. They, you know, they know your industry very well. Um, so, and, and I'm, and I'm with you as well, right? Like if, if it's below 2000, maybe you have 1500, then you can look for somebody, but below then, then I would say, start learning, you know, invest in yourself first. You have to know the basics before you work with an agency. You should know that ROI is return on investment. You should know what a, your customer acquisition cost is. So then when you speak to agencies, you can speak at a good level. Um, what would your, your tips be for, um, you know, I guess a, a doctor that is stuck now in the coronavirus moment, right? Um, I, obviously, if they can't afford the 1500 a month, I, I would also urge them, hey, if you want to do Facebook t- 
go to Andre and say, Hey, I want to pay a couple hours for consulting. That's yes. something we've done. Right. Um, I did that with Dr. Jessica who I had on the podcast, right? She spent $450. I told her, if you don't have six months of savings, don't talk to me. Coronavirus hit. I look like a genius. I look great. I was happy. Right. But same thing with you. I'd urge them to, to reach out to you and, and ask for a couple hours of consulting and then, you know, call it. But, for, but now, right in coronavirus, what do you think doctors should be doing? Oh man. Um, well, they should definitely be learning and, and leveling up their knowledge, uh, you know, because this is a great opportunity, not obviously not from, from a healthcare standpoint, because people are suffering and, and we should be mindful of that. Um, but from kind of an entrepreneurial standpoint, it is a good opportunity to, to kind of skill up and learn and, and, and become resourceful again and become um, knowledgeable and, and pivot if we have to, right? Do whatever we need to do to in the marketplace to um, be there for people, lead people through this crisis in a way where it's beneficial for, for the long-term health of our businesses as well, right? Because we have a business to run. Um, so doctors should definitely be, you know, learning something, um, learning about their, their immediate market, learning about all these tactics that, we, that I'm sure you talk on this podcast about, um, mm -hmm. you know, reading the books, you know, just, it's not a time to be complacent. It's not a time to kind of see it as like a vacation. It's a time to really double down because, you know, things are getting rough. Things are getting, um, like the, the, the people who rise during times like these are usually people who, who seize the opportunities and double down on the market share. Right. So like, for example, a lot of people are scared to spend marketing dollars during this time. Um, and rightfully so I understand like why it's, it's a scary kind of prospect to, to, mm -hmm. to, uh, to invest in marketing. Um, however, there are, I guarantee that there are people out there, and I, and I know them because I work with them or, or I've seen them, right, that, um, that double down on their marketing now because they know that their competitors are, 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 are retreating. Yep. And so they have way more opportunity. Plus, like a time, um, I'm, sure may, I'm sure you've heard, but like advertising dollars are, are significantly down right now. They're like 25% plus down. Wow. You know, so, so it used to cost like, let's say, you know, for the sake of a round number, like $10 to acquire a lead. Um, from like a Facebook ad, let's say. Um, now it's like 750 or and below because again, the way that advertising works, it's like a bidding system. So with less players in the market, it's actually cheaper. So people are getting yeah. more leads for the same amount of money, right? So, I mean, there's a lot of variables that go into it. Um, mm -hmm. It may not apply to like your specific practice if like your, your, your doors are closed or mm -hmm. maybe, it, maybe you have to come up with new offers, right? Mm -hmm. So like maybe um, an offer that you can come up with as, as a hospital is like, being able to do remote consultations through through Zoom or Skype, and because maybe you've never offered that before, and now it's the time to to innovate and start offering that service so that people don't have to leave their house in order to get some ben some medical benefit from your practice, right? So, um, yeah, wherever you're at in 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 your journey, and whether it's coming up with new offers, learning new skills, um, doubling down on marketing, right? This is the time to 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 innovate and and to kind of push all your chips in and and uh, and and to to uh, outmaneuver your competitors, so to speak. Awesome. That's yeah. that's I 100 percent agree, right? Because costs, especially Facebook. So I urge you guys, obviously, to to reach out to Andre out there and talk to him about Facebook because it is definitely much cheaper on the advertising side. And if you've taken a huge hit and you don't want to play the longer term game with SEO right now, um, you know, then you should go and you can get that return on investment quickly. Um, you know, and learn more, right? It's not just Facebook and SEO, both me and him could talk about other channels, right? Conversion rate optimization, um, you know, 
uh, just updating your website, email lists, et cetera, stuff like that. Um, so, and my uh, alarm went off, Andre, because I want to respect your time. And so the last question I want to ask you is, is yeah. uh, the takeaway, like if, if doctors are watching this, right, and you wanted them to take one action step out there to help get their business to the next level, what, what would you say they should be doing or implementing? Yeah, um, so one action stuff right now is, you know, you, you kind of alluded there to it a little bit is if, if you have like an email list of current patients, um, this is the time to to be emailing them and reaching out to them and making sure that they're good, that they're fine, that they're okay, that, um, you know, just, just basically leading them through through this crisis, right? Because everyone is in the same boat in a lot of ways, because there's a lot of uncertainty out there, there's a lot of fear out there. Um, so if if you position yourself as somebody, you know, during this time, as somebody who cared about like their, their current patients and, you know, maybe gave them some special offers or maybe accommodated them in different ways. Um, maybe, like I said, through like remote Skype sessions or through new offers or new opportunities, just, just to make them feel just a little better. Now, whatever that looks like in, in your specific niche, maybe if you're a dentist, if you're a chiropractor, if you're a hospital, right? Like there, there are different things you can do just, just to make people feel better during this time and from a branding standpoint and just from a humanitarian standpoint right if you're a, a hospital or a business that that leads them through this process by keeping them informed by reaching out to them maybe through email maybe through like text messages if you, if you have their, their their phone numbers right like there there are systems there are processes that you can implement um, then I think it'll it'll leave a lasting impact in the, in their minds of like you as as an industry leader somebody that was there during a, a difficult time mm -hmm. um and, and it would just pay dividends just from a branding standpoint from um you know just just making sure that your people the people who've already invested in your services are, are good and they feel good um i think that's really important right now that's awesome you know and that's a golden tip right because your clients just like you they're sitting at home right now right they're concerned too so you yeah. as the leader of your organization Right. Especially I think in the last episode, I in interviewed Dr. Daniel in one of the previous ones. And he said that when he actually reached out, he's doing telehealth um, for his new telehealth pivot um, for his practice. When he reached reached out, people were a lot more receptive than his assistants. When they reached out, people were, were kind of unsure, right, his patients. But if you guys right. make the, the commitment to do that yourselves, then, then you'll be in a much better position. So that's a gold tip, Andre. And obviously, doctors should definitely reach out to you. Where can they find you? What is your contact info? Yeah, um, no problem. I mean, you can just go to medrocket.co. Um, that's that's not .com, that's .co, so medrocket.co. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to kind of set up a time to talk, there's a form that you can kind of quickly fill out, and then um, I'll reach out to you personally, myself. If you tell me that you came from Blast Podcast, I'll definitely make sure to do that, um, you know, because, uh, yeah, this is the time that we live in, right? Like, I, I also want to practice what I preach, and I want to be there for people and support them as best I can. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Andre, for being on the podcast. And that's another episode of Vital Talk Talk. Thank you guys so much. Thank you.